I, I've said, I do know many of your views on women, which I find abhorrent. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. I, I don't agree with you in any capacity um, on that front, for obvious reasons. Yeah, figures. Um, but I actually went into this reasonably, like, not really knowing your broader, um, you know, views on, on things. And so I'm actually, I don't really have an opinion of you, if I'm honest. But I was saying to Elijah, it's interesting. I think you're being very respectful. Um, and, and, it's, and I think that's really nice because people make you out to be this, you know, assassin that's going to just stab everybody. <gasps> I'm just asking questions, you know, but I will say you do seem to be really respectful, which is nice. Stop, Sydney. Stop. You're literally cucking to the guy that just said he would take away your right to vote. He's a respectful Nazi, Uwu. So Nick Fuentes recently had a conversation with Sydney Watson. It's just like two idiots fighting. It's unfortunate to see. Um... Just kidding. It's actually highly entertaining. Anyway, let's hear from Sydney Watson as she has a little chat and gets to know Nick Fuentes, known woman respecter and woman understander. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you want to get married? Yeah, I want to get married. But more out of necessity of like having producing a male heir is really the, the whole point. <laughs> I love your... <laughs> Nine seconds in, we already have some fucking medieval take here from, from Nick Fuentes. I really just need to get married because I need to have a male heir to my throne. <clears throat> Who else will I king and crown with my sword? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm just observing. We can keep going. Continue. She's like, we can keep going. No, no just... because I mean, I, I would prefer to get a handle on what you. Uh oh, Sydney Watson's getting triggered. She's like, shit. Is this really the side that I want to be on? Think from your mouth. That's very Chinese of him, though. You know, just only men. So he doesn't want any female children. It's very Chinese. Yeah, yeah, no, I think they're definitely, they're awake on this question. You know, I mean, as Holy far as shit. like marriage well, it's goes. It's more about population control. They're awake on this issue in China. Don't they have mandatory abortions? So in 2016, China ended the policy, which led to forced abortions. Well, it's a good thing that that was uh, that policy was done away with, Nick, because it almost looked like you were saying they were woke with policies that were leading to mass abortions. It's not very conservative of you. Oof. There rather than, you know, getting well, rid and of it's women. it's like the old world stuff about like a dowry and like, you know, gendered stuff and all that. But, you know, at least for me, it's sort of like a pride thing. Like I want to produce a male heir to take on my name, take on my legacy and all that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> marriage my, is sort of take on my name and legacy. I, too, one day hope to have a child that gets banned from Twitter. A goal. But, you know, I don't know about this whole prospect of like living with a woman for the rest of my life like you know it sounds good at first it sounds like kind of fun or interesting you don't have to do laundry you know you don't have to worry about kind of taking care of the house but you know then the prospect of just like (laughs) even it's like understanding a marriage you know being married to one woman for the rest of your life it's kind of nice i mean i'll get sandwiches and the laundry will be done the floor will be mopped the bet'll be made. It's like Jesus, dude. The, now the question is: uh, Is any woman gonna want to marry you, Nick? Laundry, you know, you don't have to worry about kind of taking care of the house. But you know, then the prospect of just like it goes on and on and Sydney's on, and it's face. decade after decade after decade. And you know, I, I don't see. It's funny that he makes it sound like that. It goes on and on, decade after decade after decade. It shows such a fundamental misunderstanding in marriage and it's really really ironic that 
Nick Fuentes is supposed to be the traditional conservative, and he is shitting hardcore on marriage, while I, the libtard SJW progressive degenerate, am here to defend marriage. He makes it sound like this 30-year thing is so tedious and miserable, but over those 30 years or longer, you're going to grow closer and closer and closer to that one person and get to know them better and better and better. But I guess if you just want to get married so someone's there to do your laundry and give you a male heir, so basically like your mom that you can have sex with, then, uh, okay. I don't know how thrilled I am with that, with that whole idea. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a solitary individual. I like my privacy. I like my autonomy and just the, the good idea. thing you're a solitary individual, Nick. It's a good thing. Since you're kind of a social outcast for, uh, you know, being a neo-Nazi and everything. And that unfortunate little white supremacist shenanigan you had going on. And you're also an outcast online. Tough for Booger Nick. The idea of, like, nagging, nagging GF, nagging wife. It's a little nightmarish to me. Do you me. have a good relationship with your mom? I love my mom. Yeah, I love my mom. <laughs> mm -hmm. Does your, is your mom a stay-at-home mom? What's, what does she do? Yeah, she, well, so she works now, but, um, you know, when me and my sister were growing up, she raised me. She quit her job to His stay at home and raise us. And what's your sister like? Do you get on with her? Uh, yeah, she's my twin. Um, she's probably the opposite of me. She's more calm, sort of uh, introverted. Um, yeah, but we get along. Do you respect women? <laughs> Before we get into the women respecter, uh, question you just you gotta appreciate sydney's question do you have a good relationship with your mom that seems like a pretty solid question to ask because hearing nick his perception of women sounds so incredibly fucked the nagging wife the nagging girlfriend then again, I guess this guy does kind of have his head stuck in the 50s, and that was a very common trope back then. But you just don't want them to have any rights. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. I didn't say they shouldn't have rights. But if I'm understanding your question correctly, if you don't want them to vote or drive or, or have an existence akin to what they would have in, say, Saudi Arabia, you would say that in large part, then they don't really have rights. Well, I would say probably the ideal is something more like Afghanistan, if I'm being totally honest. Like re and recent, so what, what's the recent difference between Afghanistan, then, and Saudi Arabia? <laughs> like the brutality, I guess. It's like a little <laughs> slightly. So I don't know what Nick is doing here, but, well, that's not true. I get the sense that what Nick is doing here is realizing that he's in a very bad optical corner there. And so he's trying to troll his way out a little bit by becoming really outrageous, saying we should be like Saudi Arabia, they're more brutal, or Afghanistan or whatever. But it doesn't take away from the fact that this fucking incel pretty much just admitted straight up that he doesn't think women should be able to vote. Really more brutal. Of course, Taliban rule, not not American rule. I'm talking about, you know, recent recent so Afghanistan. So you want women to have the same treatment as women have under Taliban rule in Afghanistan. Something approximating that, okay. yeah, because, you know, you think about the Taliban and, you know, what they're able to achieve. Here you have these guys with nothing but, you know, some light arms and rags and 20 years, and they were able to defeat... Is this just, like, a joke, or is he serious? I, I mean, again, Nick Fuentes is very woke to the idea that conservatives and radical Islamists have so much in common. It's actually really crazy. Um, it's sometimes hard to tell how serious he's trying to be because he's admitted to using trolling to try and mask his true beliefs. So most likely he's being a bit hyperbolic and biting some bad optics bullets. 
However, at the end of the day, he does think that women should be treated probably akin to something how women are treated under the Taliban. Because what Nick Fuentes wants is an authoritarian, fascistic, uh, highly religious and hierarchical system. That's what Nick Fuentes wants ultimately. Also, mainly white. Let's not forget that one. Feet, the largest military in history. I think that has something to do with the fact that they weren't, like, distracted. You know, they weren't distracted with the kinds of things we are in America. <clears throat> they weren't being nagged. You know, they weren't being bossed around by women. And, you know, now they've got this society where there's this brutality, like I said, this old world sort of order. And you bring up, like, voting. I don't see really voting as a right, if I'm being totally honest. Like, it's not— Jesus, it's just like a crazy fucking position after crazy fucking position. Do you think Nick Fuentes is white? I know that he's actually Hispanic, which is, makes it even funnier because he would be kicked out of his own ethno state. So the Taliban was able to succeed because they weren't being nagged and bossed around by the lamin? <laughs> I don't even think there's any response to say. Just, okay, buddy, you can, you can think that. Cry yourself to sleep tomorrow night. Dream about that while you're cuddling your fucking blow up doll i don't like i don't know what to tell you man why is he always smiling i don't know it makes him look really insincere maybe that's his goal because he wants the plausible deniability you know now they've got this society where there's this brutality like i said this old world sort of order and you bring up like voting i don't see really voting as a right if i'm being totally honest like it's not just women there's a lot of people that really shouldn't be voting anymore such as um, you know, maybe people, people that don't own property, uh, young people, people that work like retail jobs, like as an example, <laughs> I don't know what's worse here. The fact that like Nick Fuentes is just spewing out so much insanity or the fact that Sydney Watson, like she just, she doesn't know what the fuck to say. Cause Nick Fuentes is insane. She's like, what? but lo and behold, Sydney, I bet if you scroll down in your comment section, there are going to be some people that are actually uh, going from your content to Nick Fuentes' content. I think I got to listen to it again. I'm sorry. Yeah, I kind of feel for Sydney Watson. She didn't have the repeat button or the option of subtitles. Society where there's this brutality, like I said, this old world sort of order. <clears throat> and you bring up like vote. I can appreciate the fact that he's much more mask off now about his beliefs. Like the brutality and the old world order. I mean, he's not even hiding the fact that, like, this is obviously some kind of a fascistic uh, authoritarian government where, again, hierarchy and order is what's prioritized at the top. I don't <clears throat> see really voting as a right, if I'm being totally honest. Like, it's not just— So keep in mind, Nick Fuentes, he doesn't see voting as a right. Let's think about what that means. Let's see how that looks in contrast to his brand. He calls himself America first, but the uh, right to vote is something that is an American right. This is in the Constitution. So this is not America first anymore. That's something you could call him out for right there and just call out the hypocrisy of his fucking grift. You call this America first. You call your show America first. You have the gall. To associate your fucking sad incel face with the American flag or the name of America? Over here in America, pal, we have the right to vote. Now, if you don't think that that's a right, then you don't get to call yourself America first. Because you're not, you're not America first anymore. 
You're America last. You're America go bye-bye. You know, maybe people that don't own property, uh, young people, people that work like retail jobs. Like, as an example... (laughs) Really? Well, no, here we are. Here we are. People that work retail jobs. Well, or, okay, or we like can, I think we can all get on board with that national movement. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have a right to like even that. No, you're stimulating the economy, but because of your profession, because you work at retail jobs, you shouldn't have the right to vote, according to Nick. What? These people are stimulating the economy. Why should they not have the right, the ability to vote on policy that could very well affect them? I mean, like if you own a business, if you own property, even if you're a homeowner, you kind of have an idea of like how things work, you know, like where things come from and no. some, some idea of like how the economy works. No, what? There are plenty of people that own homes that have no fucking idea how the economy works. What if someone's a homeowner, but they're paying for their home by working a retail job? What then? Are they allowed to vote? Are they not allowed to vote? Do they have to ask you? It was, of course, propertied white men. It was a very, it was a very narrow group of people that were able to vote, and that's because the founding fathers didn't really believe in mass democracy, universal suffrage. They believed in checks and balances, and kind of voting was a part of like he is most likely bastardizing what the truth of the matter is: is that they were not in favor of this simple majority rule. Uh, democracy type thing but we don't have that we have a democratic republic president andrew jackson champion of frontsmen frontiersmen helped advance the political rights of those who did not own property by about 1860 most white men without property were enfranchised but african americans women native americans non-english speakers and citizens so this is like another thing that nick fuentes doesn't understand because he doesn't want to understand because he's a piece of shit. You know how like conservatives fucking hate the statement that America is an idea? I don't care that they hate that statement because I think that it's actually a really good thing to think about. What Nick Fuentes doesn't understand is he has this idea in his head that there was this one time when America was just right. And that is completely arbitrary and subjective. It's because he's already a piece of shit who's a racist and is sexist and is an incel and is mad at his mommy, I don't know, that he thinks that America was better at this time when people couldn't vote. That was not like the founding father's perfect image of America. And now we've ruined it. That was instead America then, but America is also able to change and progress and evolve to further maximize the concept and the ideas that America was founded on. So America is ultimately, I bring this up every time, founded on concepts of the Enlightenment. That's what originally motivated the founding of America. America had these ideas from the very beginning. All men are created equal. We the people are the concepts that America was founded on. And those concepts remain true, but those concepts weren't being lived up to previously. So when they say, all men are created equal. Well, it doesn't really seem like you believe that if you're not letting certain people vote and have competent government and who's going to make those choices. And, you know, we have to think competent people should be making those choices. If I were to ask you, like, let's start with rights. Okay, let's start. Let's start with with access to something very simple. Let's go to an amendment. Let's go to 19th Amendment. Mm. Right. Let's start there. Let's just start there. All right. All right. What do you thought? All right. Day one. Day one gone. It shouldn't be there. I have a question, though. Have you ever lived in any other country besides the United States? Nope. 
So he wants the 19th Amendment gone. Okay, cool. So he doesn't want women to have the right to vote. At least he said it mask off. Cool. Great. I love when these fuckers get banned uh, because then we get to know what they really believe and they stop just trying to mask it. And it's really convenient for me. Okay, so, we, so when you talk about many of these things, these are just from an observational standpoint where you've done a lot of reading and observed a bunch of things. Yes. And then arrived at your conclusions based on that. Yeah. But you have no practical experience living under, say, a more authoritarian rule. No. Well, I mean, I already live under something like authoritarianism in America. You know, I'm on the no-fly list. I'm being persecuted. The thing is about authoritarian... <laughs> authoritarianism, being on a no-fly list. <laughs> Self-own right there, Nick. Domestic terrorists posting their L's online in America. You know, I'm on the no-fly list. I'm being persecuted. The thing is about authoritarianism is it <laughs> can't be condemned in itself, you know, because uh, the character of the regime isn't really authority. The authority is colored by the Hold people on. that are that are in authority. Not to interrupt you, sorry, but just to back up for a second. So you're currently on a no-fly list based on the authoritarianism that's going on in the country. Right. Now that authoritarianism, you could argue, is from the left, and the left are very happy that they have that authoritarianism. She's trying to get him so on some agreements. Is right wing authoritarianism. Yes. But your issue is with left wing authoritarianism. The problem is not authoritarianism. So what, so the what, problem is leftism. What about the people on the left who think of you and go, well, I don't want to live under his rule of law? Because obviously there are people who don't well, think like this you This is We're the not a essence monolith. of politics. This is the essence of politics is that there is an us and there is a them. There sure. are right wing people and there are left wing people. And, you know, keep in, mi keep in mind there that's a very fascistic uh, form of argumentation as well. The, the us versus them the separation of the groups to make it seem as if you are the one side fighting against the bad side. That's really common. That's one of uh, that was one of the fascistic tendencies to look out for to the left. This is essentially what conservatives have done because they're averse to rule. You know, like when conservatives get in control of Congress or the presidency, what do they do? Do they do they go aggressively like the left does and wield the bureaucracy and wield the Congress? Listen to the dude. This guy is so fucking delusional. Do they go aggressive like the left does? It's so funny because if you listen to lefties, they say the exact opposite. Whenever the left gets in power, they're so soft. They bend the knee. Meanwhile, when the right gets in power, they go and do everything they can. If you want to like be honest, I'm pretty sure the right is more aggressive than the left generally when it comes to to government i don't know it's just this is it just really exposes that he's living in a little little echo chamber here or do they kind of just you know well we're going to cut your taxes and we're going to do this and that and then the left comes in with a vengeance and they say we're going to use environmental regulations to take your gun rights and we're going to use the irs what? to go after what know. gun rights have the democrats taken recently can anybody refresh my memory on that one the last thing i can think of is donald trump banning bump stocks doesn't the constitution literally say a well-regulated militia like doesn't it kind of allude to the ability for there to be like a level of regulation whatever where have they tried to use a environmentalism to take your gun rights <laughs> what they're trying to use climate change to take our guns next they're going to take our penises and our anime conservative nonprofits and we're going to do this and we're we're going to solidify our rule and then we are going to set the tone for the country and conservatives then, you know, even like when Trump gets into office, it's like, what do we accomplish in the first two years? When we had Congress, we had the courts, we had the White House, we did a corporate tax cut, barely repealed Obamacare. It's about it. We should have built a wall. We should have went after the endowments for the universities. We should have targeted left-wing institutions. We should have opened up the libel laws and went after... So Nick Fuentes is actually a perfect example of what I was talking about earlier, where there are people that rather than 
recognizing the difference between politicians and activists. He wants politicians to be activists, but he's a step above that. He doesn't just want them to be activists. He wants them to be fucking authoritarian. This is in principle wrong. I would say this is the right man for the job. This is a rightful ruler of America. And, um, you know, and I would be okay with that. You know, you bring up Caesar, but didn't that end pretty poorly for them? <laughs> no, no, they, the, the no, empire, no. the empire ended pretty poorly, I think. Yeah, after like, you know, hundreds of years. Well, we've been around for about 400. How many we got left? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, that's just it. The Roman Republic was around, and then it gave birth to a, re a true empire ruled by Caesar. And then, you know, they, uh, they reached their... So, Nick Fuentes, whenever they bring up Rome, uh, they always bring that one up. A lot of the times you'll hear conservatives say, this is why Rome fell. For some reason, they really like that one. I don't know. Either way, this is a massive L for Nick because he knows nothing about Rome. Because, for example, in Rome, they didn't even have the concept of race. So there were black people and white people living among each other. And as long as they were considered Roman, they were good. And he talks about Rome as this great, long-lasting society, a great grand empire. There was a hell of a lot of diversity in there. Whenever they bring up Rome, you can just laugh. Also, they'll, they'll try to say that it's the degeneracy then that led to the fall of Rome. Also not true. There were economic pressures. They were in multiple different wars. There were all kinds of political pressures at the time also. Um, there is just he, – he's making up shit. He's basically just talking out of his ass. It sounds nice to be like, well, Rome lasted a long time. And when you think of Rome, you think of white people. So Rome was white, lol. But, like, he knows nothing. Zenith under the empire, so I don't necessarily think that's the worst thing in the world. I just find it interesting, though, that you're that you're you know promoting these ideas, having not ever lived under them. I just find that that's such a it's you know it's odd to say let's paint the entire house blue when you've never seen a blue house. Well, I mean, Sidney Watson is making like the absolutely worst, most dog shit argument uh, imaginable here, which is to be expected uh, because she's Sidney Watson. So the fact that he just said so much bullshit, so much shit that. Could you could rip into? Come on, aren't you in favor of America? Call them out on how voting is a right, and that's not very American. There you go. You have a little call out right there, Sydney. Instead, she's like, "Why are you advocating advocating for authoritarianism if you've never lived under it?" That's such a. It's you know, it's odd to say. Let's paint the entire house blue when you've never seen a blue house. Well, I mean, do I need to go to Russia to? Yes, probably. Why? I mean, why? I mean, this I'll, is just I'll give you an example. A very good friend of mine who I've known for about ten years oh. used to be very much like you, actually. No, Sydney. Ah! <laughs> the worst, dude. The mo Yeah, you do need to live there. Actually, you should. You need to go live in Soviet Russia because I have a friend that. What's the meme music? Dun dun dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> dun, and he, dun, dun. you know, he's someone who used to really, really prop up authoritarianism. He used to, and he still believes this in part that people do need. Even with a dog shit rebuttal, she's owning him hella hard. I'm sorry. Thus far, I don't feel like Nick Fuentes is getting owned. I feel as though he's having a rather uh, non-confrontational conversation with Sidney Watson and getting minimal pushback while being able to freely spew as much bullshit as possible and then getting the most mild, tepid little, but you've never lived under Hitler? <laughs> ...to be governed to a large extent because people, you know, left alone are morons. And 
I, that's not saying necessarily that I even disagree with. I think your average person is probably as dumb as a bag of rocks. However, he moved to Singapore, which you could argue is not the worst place in the world. Obviously, it's quite clean. People, you know, follow the law. The, the crime rate is reasonably low. But after about two years of living in Singapore, where Speed they knock up. on your door, when he, and this has happened to him, where he got dubbed. Speed it up. Go start your storytelling channel. We don't care about your friend in fucking Singapore. ...by his neighbors for having water on his balcony, and they said it's, it's causing a, uh, a mosquito problem. Now we're at your house, prepared to find you over mosquitoes. Um, he, he said to me, I hate living in this country. I hate the authoritarianism here. I hate the way that things operate. Because coming from Australia, he's, he's an Aussie, he was like, I much prefer the way that we do things back home, or at least, you know, the freedom that we have. And living in a country where that's staunched in some capacity was really, and is, and continues to be very bothersome and trying for him. And so I just find it interesting, though, that you've only ever lived in the United... Are you kidding? Listen, do you... <laughs> yeah, women should be put in their place. Get rid of the 19th Amendment. Voting isn't a right. And I'm America first, by the way. <laughs> and then her response is, well, I had a friend that didn't like that they lived under some authoritarianism because someone showed up to say that they're not allowed to have water on their porch because it was attracting mosquitoes. Look at this from Nick's perspective and also from an audience and like optical perspective, right? Here you have a guy who is saying some of the most vitriolic and sexist shit that's like been heard of since fucking 1970 and yet you have minimal pushback and you also have really bad arguments being given to try and counter all of his bullshit so not only do you have nick fuentes who at, like somehow is winning this debate with this fucking shitty ass with his shitty ass ideas he's also winning the not i don't want to say the audience because optically it's really bad like his positions he he's able to get so much of his ideas out he's able to virtually freely spread his ideas this is a win-win for nick fuentes and then on top of that we also now have him saying sexist stuff about women aren't smart enough to vote or whatever and then you have a woman who's not giving very smart responses looking really uncomfortable and then you look at the comments Arguing against Nick's stance on women while literally fitting every single female stereotype is wonderful. I'm not saying it. That was the comment. I'm just saying, think of it from an audience slash optical perspective, okay? Capacity was really, and is, and continues to be very bothersome and trying for him. And so I just find it interesting, though, that you've only ever lived in the United States. Mm. I just, I, I just, you can only do so much reading before practical experience actually should take, you know, some sort of precedence. And I mean, I say the same thing no. about women, too. I mean, I what? just... What? What? Sydney? Oh, God, dude. Get me in the ring with these people. <laughs> Sydney, you're making critical race theory arguments right now. That's the next one, guys. Listen, next time conservatives bring up an anecdotal experience, just say, why are you making critical race theory arguments? You know how critical race theory is all about, like, oftentimes prioritizing the personal experience? When they say personal experience takes precedent, why are you making critical race theory argument? Why are you arguing right now like a bedroom feminist from 2016 that's saying, well, you're a white man. You're not allowed to think like that. Or you didn't experience this. My lived experience takes precedent to the... ...say from my understanding of many of your viewpoints, you also promote like the way of interacting with women. And I go, have you been in a relationship with a woman? No. So how are you telling other people how to behave towards women when you yourself have not had any actual physical, you know, interaction with them in a romantic capacity or, in fact, in any capacity where you, you know, uphold them in a way that treats them with respect? I mean, if you're out here arguing that women are basically half the value of, well, you know, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, in fact, because that's not right. Mm. But, you know, if you are looking to some other regimes around the world that do think that women are half the value of a man, I have to question what kind of a person who's had no experience with women is in a position to, to you know, basically promote these ideas. Well, I'm having an experience with a woman right now. <laughs> and I've had lots of experiences with women in my life, not, not romantically per se, but you know, I've, I've talked to enough Jeez. women. I've been in, you know. She, I, I don't think Sydney Watson knows how to, like, <laughs> deal with this guy well i'm having an experience with a woman right now jesus <laughs>
The demon eyes, dude. <laughs> Look at Sydney Watson's face right here. Damn. She looks almost as shocked as if she saw a trans person. In a way that treats them with respect. I mean, if you're out here arguing that women are basically half the value of... Well, you know, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, in fact, because that's not right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you are looking to some other regimes around the world that do think that women are half the value of a man, I have to question what kind of a person who's had no experience with women is in a position to, to you know, basically promote these ideas. Well, I'm having an experience. I'll be honest, as much as I hate the anecdote argument, I just fucking shat on it. I can appreciate the anecdote <laughs> being used against him here. And instead of you, instead of, well, I have a friend who blah, blah, blah. You've never had an experience at all with women or with a woman. So who are you to be determining how women should live or if women are smart enough or have the ability to fucking vote? It's still a weaker argument. And I think that you can make a better one. But all things considered, <laughs> it makes Nick look like the incel that he is <laughs> experience with a woman right now <laughs> and i've had lots of experiences with women in my life not not romantically per se but you know i've, I've talked to enough women i've been in, you know i've known enough women to know sort of what's going on and <laughs> i think any man who is observant enough and honestly you know like i said we could go back to great geniuses we could go back to people that have been in relationships like a perfect example this isn't this isn't an anecdote this is the topic of conversation how can you say you understand women when you've never interacted with one I don't know. I would have to think about if that's a fair argument or not. I don't feel like it is, though. I feel like that's saying, like, how are you, who are you to talk about, like, crime rates if you've never been a criminal? Or who are you to talk about firefighters if you've never talked to a fireman? Like, it's sometimes, like, there are other ways that you can come to certain conclusions. Although I will agree that if you're going to have these conclusions, it would help if you also had experience with women is like the pickup artists. You know, have you ever noticed that pickup artists who have the most relationships with women and the most sex, they, what they say is that really with women, it's the same bag of tricks uh, to seduce a woman or whatever. And I think that kind of tells you something about the nature of women, that, you know, you go from woman to woman and it's the same kind of... It goes to show Nick Fuentes's type of data pool also. Well, pickup artists always say that it's the same bag of tricks, so it goes to show that women are bad. Do you think possibly that just means that pickup artists attract really shallow women? Like, have you ever thought of it? Can Is it possible for you to comprehend that this might not just be the fault of a woman? Although, to be honest, I am starting to become sexist. I'm starting to really... I'm not hating women, but I am definitely hating a woman, Nick Fuentes' mom. Kind of like little tricks, little things you could say or whatever to kind of hack them and whatever. And I think that kind of says it all about their nature. So What you does know, it say about our nature, Nick? Well, it says that, um, you know, they're not fully rational. I don't believe that like men... They possess a sort of full rationality. Um, I think that... Uh, rationality towards what, specifically? Well, rationality just, just entirely, generally? sort of objective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're capable of that. I think that... This is complete bullshit, by the way. The fact that he would say they lack this rationality or the rationality <laughs> compared to men. Uh, first of all, women are actually better at multitasking than men. So that doesn't translate necessarily to rationale, but it still goes to show that like women have complex mental abilities yes 2021 the bravest take of hunter avalon here uh-oh wait nick fuentes incorrect <gasps> the notion that women are more emotional and therefore less rational than men can be found everywhere from self-help books to internet message boards women's supposed lack of rationality has been used to justify various forms of discrimination hmm spot on considering the uh the context Researchers presented 6,100 men and women with moral decisions about topics such as lying, abortion, murder, animal research, and torture. 
For example, one moral dilemma required participants to determine whether it would be acceptable to kill Adolf Hitler to save millions of lives, even if doing so meant killing him before he did anything wrong. Another question, whether a police officer should be able to torture an alleged bomber to find explosives that could take many lives. Study results demonstrate that both men and women assessed how various decisions might harm others, engaging in similar levels of rational analysis for each moral conundrum. Researchers found that women displayed more empathy than men and were more likely to have a gut-level negative reaction to harming others. For instance, a woman who agreed it was acceptable to kill Hitler might still feel upset about doing so. So this idea that because women have emotions, that's going to hinder their ability to think rationally is incorrect. This is a really, really handy little study right here. I'm just shocked that everything Nick Fuentes is saying is incorrect. I, I can't fathom this. That, uh, rationality towards what specifically? Well, rationality just, just entirely, generally? sort of objective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're capable of that. I think that, you know, a male has a real impersonal sense of rationality and reason. I think that a female sense <laughs> is far more personal. And this is this is astrology for groypers right now. Men have the innate, intrinsic rationality. It flows from our veins when the fairies kissed us in the spirit realm. This is what Nick Fuentes sounds like right now, except he's preaching to a bunch of groipers that think they're the superior Aryan race. You know, that derives from the fact that women are made to bear children. You know, women are made with their wombs to bear children. And so I think their whole consciousness is basically... It's wrapped up, it's bound up in this idea that they've got to carry a child and then raise a child. And I Wait, think would you make the same argument then for men that their entire rationale is caught up in impregnating people? If women have wombs, so that means they're made to give birth and that means all their rationale is caught up in their womb or whatever, then wouldn't that also mean that men are irrational because they're so preoccupied with trying to fuck? Which, by the way, is a far more common thing, Nick. I don't even like it's it's so far from reality. It's actually hard to argue. It's like arguing with someone about whether or not the sky is blue. It's like, where do I even begin? OK, um, well, how do we define blue? Let's start that like I think that there are the impersonality rationality objectivity suffers from this um, but in any case to get back to the to the original question which is about experience i don't think that i need to live in russia to know that we would rather have right-wing people running america than left-wing people you know i just no. i think that's kind of a asinine sort of thing which people like to trot out and they say well you haven't you know we could qualify well with all kinds of things but the way that we live in America is unacceptable. I mean, there's homeless people everywhere. The crime's out of control. It's a corrupt country. It's a failing country. And, um, you know, we want to have countries, Nick, around the world that have right-wing leadership still have many of those issues. And, in fact, they're exacerbated oftentimes by the governments that are in power. So, and I would say, too, I mean, I think it's a bit of a straw man to say that what I'm arguing here. I'm not even, I'm not even arguing. I'm just posing questions, really, mm. because I'm interested <laughs> to hear your viewpoints. Um, <laughs> I'm not even here to really argue, Nick. I'm just asking questions. You know, just trying to get to, get to chat. <laughs> Elijah, can you get the tea? <laughs> However, I'm not saying, I mean, I agree with you in the sense that we should have, you know, right-wing leadership. I prefer to live under a right-wing government, you know, so to speak, although I'm more on Eric's side of things these days where I'm edging, edging closer and closer towards um, anarchism. But, you know, I'm not suggesting that I would rather a left-wing government over a right-wing one. I'm simply saying, having never lived under the autocratic rule that you seem to be promoting in some capacity, I just, I'm having a hard time understanding how you can say that this would be the best way to go about doing things when you actually have no practical experience. That's simply, that's all where it is. Where do we see, I, I'm wondering that's right all now, I'm but, where, but where do I we just, see? see I, this, the, the, re, the problem with Sidney Watson's argument is that can be used against so many other things like you could argue for example about why parachutes are important to have on airplanes you don't have to be in a fucking plane crash to recognize that 
You don't always need this experience. This kind of is like what Carlin was saying the other day. You don't always need this experience to have, like, experience can definitely give you a greater understanding, and it can definitely give you a unique understanding. But I don't agree with Sydney Watson's main approach here, and she said it herself, that the personal experience should take precedent look at is the experience of history. You know, this experiment of overthrowing the kings and overthrowing the gods, it's been a complete disaster. I mean, think about how Europe and America used to be 100 years ago. I mean, it's no contest compared to the kind of scum and degeneracy and the awful things that we see today. First of all, dude, uh, you like some of that degeneracy, right? Because you went on your nice long date with your cat boy. I mean, you're obviously down with the furry porn. So when you talk shit about the degeneracy, it again is a little hip hypocritical when you actually seem to engage with and take pleasure from said degeneracy. So there's a little bit of a problem there, the first thing. Second of all, what you consider degeneracy isn't actually degeneracy, <laughs> to be completely fair. Like, your version of degeneracy is gay people your version of degeneracy is trans people your version of degeneracy is largely reject the science reject the medical consensus so that you can instead push for brutal authoritarianism led by the bible it's god's ultimate will that's what jesus died for buddy or do we want to live in the environment we live in now where mankind is killing itself you know people are not having children and it's sickness and depravity and children are being harmed and corrupted what do you mean? See, they bring up the birth rates a lot, too. Children are, they're not having children anymore. There are a lot of other reasons for this, Nick. There are economic reasons for this. To just allude to this as some kind of fall of the nation doesn't actually prove a lot. You know, for example, people tend to have less children when they become healthier. Did you know that, Nick? Did you know that the healthier people become the more likely their children are to survive, so the less likely they are to have a lot of children. I, I've said, I do know many of your views on women, which I find abhorrent. I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. I, I don't agree with you in any capacity um, on that front, for obvious reasons. Yeah, figures. Um, but I actually went into this reasonably, like, not really knowing your broader, um, you know, views on, on things. And so I'm actually, I don't really have an opinion of you, if I'm honest. Um, and so that's why, I mean, people, it's really funny. People are like, Sydney's really triggered. And I'm honestly just sitting here just listening and just, you know, getting a feel for things. But I was saying to Elijah, it's interesting. I think you're being very respectful. Um, and, and it's and I think that's really nice because people make you out to be this, you know, assassin that's going to just stab everybody. <gasps> people are calling me triggered. Hmm. I wonder why there's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she's like, I I'm just asking questions, you know. But I will say, you do seem to be really respectful, which is nice. <laughs> Stop, Sydney. Stop. You're literally cucking to the guy that just said he would take away your right to vote. He's a respectful Nazi. Ooh, ooh. Nice in person, and Thank then you. you know, in the chat. You, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Um, are you aware that your followers are like this? Well, you know, they're very uh, ironic, animated, you know, very enthusiastic. There we go. The thing is, is that the thing about our people, <laughs> she's like, are you aware that your followers are kind of mean? Yes, Sydney, congrats. Turns out the people that peddle ideas like women shouldn't be allowed to vote and black people are subhuman don't actually cultivate the best kind of audience. They're not exactly the type of people you'd want to sit down with grandma and have a book club with. Animated, you know, very enthusiastic. Mm. The thing is, is Pull that... Pull the irony card. The thing about our Do people, it. you know, it, me and my followers is that uh, we are really oppressed in a big way. And so you really can't divorce this from how we are. I mean, we Wait, take a look at my followers. You really can't divorce followers is that uh, we are really oppressed in a big way. Oh, he said oppressed. 
If he said depressed, if he said him and his followers were depressed, now that would make sense. Way. And so you really can't divorce this from how we are. I mean, when you take a look at my followers, the Groypers or somebody like myself, I mean, we really have been treated unfairly by society. And, you know, some people say, hey, you know, your followers aren't very polite or, you know, they're very rowdy or something more like than that. that Nick, they're rowdy. Listen, he's not even pulling the irony card. Come on, Nick. <laughs> Instead, it's the Groypers that are oppressed. <laughs> We've been banned from Twitter. Turns out you're not allowed to say that black people have lower IQs because they're black. What is this discrimination? Oh, I think that they, like, for example, they, they attack Elijah personally. They attack uh -huh. me personally. I don't There's think a phrase for being called groiped, right? Am that's I right. right. I don't think that, Got groiped. I mean, I, you can extend this into other people who've been horrible to you personally, and that's mm -hmm. completely fair. If right. they, you know, want to go for them, fine. But if, if I'm just asking you questions merely to dig into your viewpoints. Listen to her. Think... You can weaponize your audience with people that were mean to you. That's okay. But why are they going after me? I'm just a nice woman. I mean, you just think that I'm subhuman, emotional, and irrational, and shouldn't have the right to vote, and would be better as a, uh, you know, treated a little bit better than cattle, really, in your society. But why are your followers being mean to me, Nick? Fair, if right. they, you know, want to go for them, fine. But if, if I'm just asking you questions merely to dig into your viewpoints, which I think is a fair thing to do on a show like this, mm -hmm. I don't know why anybody would turn that into a personal attack. Now, I don't care. Like, do, do whatever. Like, I think mean, the words you're looking for is pieces of shit. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's just like, I don't get it. Like, and if, and if you do think you're oppressed, which is which Yeah, is but that's fine, what I'm getting I, at is that that's why there's sort of a defensive posture is because, sure. you know, if you look at my uh. experience and the experience of people that I know, it's, um, you know, being subject to horrible lies and slander. And so, but Nick, you know, that's are, how it though, goes. In space. Yeah, mean, like, but not really quite on the same level. Dude, have you, the stuff that this kid's been exposed to. <laughs> uh, the Groypers are oppressed. The lies being spread about us. Nick. You just came up here and advocated to take away the right for women to vote. What are you, what? Oh, in space. Yeah, mean, like, but not really quite on the same level. Dude, have, the stuff that this kid's been exposed to, I mean, like, he's on the same <laughs> level as well. But I did have a federal. <laughs> Elijah's more oppressed than you are, Nick. No, the Groypers are more oppressed. This, is this actually the conservative safe space here? But it's like, everybody's always like, oh, Nick's evil. And like, the only reason why people think he's evil and like, go on that is because the gatekeepers that hate him, people are afraid of pissing them off. Because when you really look at. Wait. How are you able to say this, Elijah? They're only saying Nick is evil because of the gatekeepers? The dude on your own show just said that women shouldn't be allowed to vote. That he wants to go back to, like, a brutal dictatorship. What? Are you hearing? Are your headphones plugged in? But no, but people say this, right? And it's like, well, why? And it's like, he made this joke about cookies and the Jews. Oh, right, go, yep. Okay, I don't know about you, but I'm not a bitch enough to actually care about that. Like, I Right, see, this is what they do. He made just one simple joke about cookies. What's the big deal? Are you offended by Cookie Monster on Sesame Street too? <laughs> Triggered lip tarts? <laughs> this is what they do. And they completely strip it of the broader context and nuance because they know if they were to apply it to the broader context and nuance, it would completely destroy their fucking shit take. So first of all, it wasn't just the cookie joke, lol. It was a joke that was being used as a dog whistle to deny the amount of Jews that were killed in the Holocaust. That was the first part. And second of all, the second part is that it's Nick Fuentes. The dude's a motherfucking neo-Nazi. He was, wasn't, was he not at, was he at Charlottesville? I believe he was. Like, he's not hiding it anymore. When you have somebody like that also making jokes about how, I don't really know, was it six million? Ha ha ha. You apply it to the broader context, you, you apply it to the broader nuance there, and then suddenly, oh, 
it's not actually just a joke. It matters who's saying the joke, what's the audience that's it's being delivered to, and what is Nick Fuentes trying to say with this joke. Keep in mind that he also made that innocent little funny Sesame Street joke right before, or maybe it was a little after, he made a clip, or I saw a clip anyway, where he admitted out of his own mouth that you have to hide what you really believe behind irony, behind jokes. Oh, just a humor, just jokes, bro. He literally admitted to this. Th this is just kissing his ass, Elijah. Come on, man. But did you really think someone's evil because they made a joke? And then it's like, well... <laughs> See how they yeah, do it? Not... See how they reduce it? Do you really think someone's evil because they made a joke? Hmm. Interesting. I'm supposed to question that. It's like, well, I come from the intellectual movement where literally you can question anything. And it doesn't mean that it's, you know, that, that anytime someone's trying to say that you're immoral. You can question anything, guys. Clear... Over here, we should be allowed to question the fucking Holocaust. Listen, if you want to ask questions, Pepe, then fine. But Nick Fuentes wasn't asking questions. He wasn't this, hi, I'm a recent person, and I don't know anything about the Holocaust. Was it really six million Jews? That's what I've heard. I'm j I have some questions. I'm sorry. I was really uneducated on this issue. Banned. Do you think that's what happened, Elijah? Or do you think that he made a joke, dog whistling to the idea that there were not six million Jews killed in the Holocaust because neo-Nazi scumfucks peddled the bullshit myth that Jews... Uh, inflated the numbers of the Holocaust to gain sympathy. My issue, Hunter, is you keep changing from calling him a conservative to a white nationalist to a Nazi. But that, no, but he is, he can literally be all of those things. He's a conservative because he wants to conserve some semblance of America that he perceives to be majority white at some point or another. He's a Nazi because his version of a white country doesn't include Jews. We're just like normal mainstream conservative like ideas. It was like, he questions the election and and he believes in right-wing authoritarianism. And it was like, he believes the right wing should be the only wing. And then it's like, the only part that's like probably different than the average person is that he's made inappropriate jokes on camera versus people have probably made similar jokes. Off Wait, you think that the average person is a white nationalist? Or do you think that all Nick Fuentes has ever done is made jokes? Again, I'm asking, did you not hear the first 20 minutes? Elijah, do you have a sound guy? Does he did he maybe sit on the dial that controls your headphones and it, it would just sounded like Nick Fuentes moving his mouth with no sound coming out? It's like this guy makes bad jokes and he says sarcastic things and he also doesn't know if Biden was there <laughs> because of votes. And I like read it. I'm like, this this is the worst hit piece on this guy. That's mm -hmm. definitely what you read, right? Is this the ADL thing? Let's go ahead and read what they actually said. Nick Fuentes identified by ADL and FBI as a white supremacist. Oh, five things to know. I'm going to just go ahead and assume this was the article. Um, he's a prominent white supremacist pundit organizer who is united disparate groups within what was until recently known as the alt-right. In 2017, Fuentes began hosting his live stream show, which attracted a cult-like following. Fuentes refers to these supporters as groipers who see their bigoted views as necessary to preserve white European American identity and culture. They believe that the mainstream conservative movement is just as responsible as liberals and the left for destroying white America, and that groipers are the true future of the conservative movement. Pretty accurate if we're thinking about all things considered. This doesn't... Did, did Elijah not read the article either? Okay, they must have looked right here. Fuentes has used his platform to make numerous anti-Semitic and racist comments. Fuentes jokingly, quote, denied the Holocaust and compared Jews burnt in concentration camps to cookies in an oven. 
So did you just read that one teeny little little sentence out of the entire paragraph? For example, did you forget about the part when he referenced Matt Walsh as Shab Shabazz Goy race trader? Hmm. I'm sure it was just a little funny edgy joke, you know? He's just being goofy. He's just a little goofball. Um, Fuentes participated in a debate on right-wing conspiracist Alex Jones' Infowars. During the debate, Fuentes made numerous anti-Semitic remarks, including, I don't see Jews as Europeans, and I don't see them as part of Western civilization, particularly because they are not Christians. In April, Fuentes appeared to urge mainstream Republicans to champion an anti-Semitic focus on Jewish control, tweeting, the next big frontier for populist and conservative Inc. to co-opt is discussing Jewish power. Somehow I don't think they'll broach that one. Fuentes asserts that white whites are under attack and that minorities are changing the texture of life in America. What the fuck is texture of life? I used to have dirt roads and now I have concrete. It's so weird. Conservatives, they're, they're really interesting. I think that they, they should be recognized as either having a superpower or maybe it should be recognized as being special needs. One or the other. But it seems as though conservatives have this amazing ability to selectively hear and read certain things. So Elijah Schaefer, host of this show, was able to scroll through this entire article. It's incredible, I know. And then only see this one fucking little, little sentence. It's like having the ability to F3 with your eyes. That's Elijah Schaefer here. And then on top of that, He's got the deafen option. He can just click him off, click him on. I didn't hear anything with Nick Fuentes saying anything about taking away women's rights to vote. What? My, my headphones were unplugged. <sighs> All right. I don't think I can take any more of Nick Fuentes' whiny, grating voice. I just can't do it anymore. The superior Aryans are not sending their best. I mean, the fucker isn't even an Aryan.